Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace. We are live. We are in full effect. I'm doing a quick sound check. It looks like I can be heard. Let's jump in, y'all. This is the great adventure. (laughs) Okay, good. Yes, I can be heard. This is the great adventure, y'all. I am so revved up. This Sagittarius energy is lingering, okay? Yes, I know tomorrow rising, 10. Y'all know I like to be right and exact, 10. 28, I believe, a.m. Central Time, the sun goes into Capricorn. Winter solstice will be initiated. Do you understand, understand the energetic importance of this very time right now? I'm so um, thankful to have an opportunity to broadcast tonight. Um, I appreciate all the listeners. I appreciate all my mama's babies. I appreciate all of you who have been sending astral love gifts and ordering reports. It's just been my divine pleasure to serve you in this way, in this day and time. This is a very critical, sensitive, pivotal time we are living through. And the reality is is that a lot of the religious dogma just isn't cutting the mustard anymore. So people are wanting real answers, practical answers, practical wisdom, um, energetic wisdom. See, there's nothing wrong with spirituality. We are spirit beings. Can't be anything wrong with that. But a lot of times uh, the religious dogma fails us because we can't use it in our everyday lives. We can't recognize it in our everyday lives. And a lot of the religious stuff is fear-based. So you have to kind of be scared into doing it or not doing it as opposed to real authentic spirituality, which is led by your very spirit, by your very intuition, uh, with the ability to tap into your emotions, you know, not just fear emotions, and be led into prosperous, successful, productive outcomes in your life. I am qualified to speak to you on it because I've been living that success. Is my life what many may consider perfect? Um, Probably not, <laughs> uh, but, you know, in ways that are significant to me, such as not working for anyone, such as having successful relationships with the family members that fuck with me. Y'all, some of y'all know my story now. Uh, that I, I have success in that. I have success in living an energetic lifestyle that is satisfying, that is peaceful, that I think it's successful when you have inner peace, especially when you see so much evidence of people that don't, can't. And especially during all this karmic 
smorgasbord that we're living through hell. We just had in October Jupiter ingress into Scorpio, and instantly we had old Harvey Weinstein and all these other things. So, uh, I, I spoke on in previous shows, um, you know, that the, the death, death rate, people dying would begin. We would see a lot of that while Jupiter is in Scorpio because Scorpio rules death and necessary rebirth. In one day, y'all, I got a message on my phone about a baby being born. This was in the past few days. And in the exact same day, I got two messages about somebody dying. This is what I'm saying about death and rebirth, right? It's a cycle. So before I go too much further, I'm just so happy to be on the air. I see you on the air. Call us on the 561. I will pick up the line before I get too deep in today's um, show topic. And for those of you who are listening online or listening in the archives, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I come back and do this for you guys, and I'm happy to make an announcement in today's show that will um, let you know that I should be coming to you guys uh, more regularly in the new year and um, the so-called new year and uh, what those changes and updates kind of entail. So um, I definitely want to honor our divine righteous ancestors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Without them, we would not be here. And I absolutely want to revere and, and pay respect to um, our fearless leader here at the Inner Peace White House radio channel, Brother Ampu. Thank you for yet another. It's like a dream come true that <laughs> I even get to broadcast on your channel and then to be have, I mean, we're going on like three years now, so this is just powerful to me. It's so much beautiful, wonderful things that I never have even imagined have come out of this, and, and especially with my background with, a fa- you know, certain family members that would thought just they don't even want to hear nothing about this. They think I'm going to hell with gasoline draws on for studying astrology and teaching it, and so... Your um, vote of confidence and faith in me has just, you know, put me over the top and, and catapulted me into a stratosphere I may not have known, you know, apart from this divine opportunity. So thank you, Brother Ampu. We appreciate you <laughs> so much. All right, y'all. Um, let's see. How do I want to come at this? Because it's a lot just in this week. You guys, I know I can't talk about it all in this show. We started the week out with a new moon. Okay, and that alone, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna pick up the line here in a second because before I get into the meat of this, and probably don't even look back at the phone line, but just just feel <laughs> the impact of having a new moon in Sagittarius. Let's just start, start, and we could stop there, really. Sagittarius is a fire sign. So you wonder why you're feeling, if you're, if you're not feeling excited right now, you could very well be feeling restless. There's a couple of reasons for that. This new moon in Sagittarius has Mercury retrograde on it. So it may not you may be, if you're anticipating something brand spanking completely new right now, you might be a little disappointed. You might be feeling a little restless, and you might be feeling a little frustrated, actually. 
because Mercury retrogrades very present in this new moon in astrology 2017 um, sky is saying that it's probably not going to be brand spanking new. It's probably going to be something that you rediscover, okay? And you look at, see, we, we, I, I was writing on my personal calendar for this week, this word kept coming back up, reset, reset. With the, uh, with the new moon in Sag, there's a, a sense of a reset because we're entering a new um, lunar cycle. Scorpio new moon season is necessarily over, and Sag new moon season has begun. Reset, right? Then I, I got the reset by, of course, I can't find it now. Yes. And then I got the reset by Saturn going into Capricorn. That's another reset. That's another cycle that we're being, we're being allowed to get a, a fresh new reset energy from, right? Because Saturn hasn't been in Capricorn for 29 years. So we're resetting this Saturn and Capricorn energy in our own lives, in our own charts. You have Capricorn somewhere in your chart that Saturn is now revisiting. Okay, so that, that's a reset. Then we got the winter solstice. Yes, y'all. Please dig into, I'm not, you know, I wanted to do a challenge. I wanted to, I pulled cards that I'm going to share with y'all on today's show before the new moon. And I was led to, you know, do a show right at the new moon and do a, a challenge, a 21-day challenge with you guys, lead you guys in another 21-day challenge. I've had so much success with the ones in the past, and spirit wouldn't let me do it. I said, what? <laughs> what? And, but even though I'm not leading a group of people this time around, I strongly encourage you to dig into and look into the spiritual significance of the winter solstice and in whatever ways you are led to honor this time period, this pivotal, critical, energetic time period, please do so. I found myself fasting television. I finally watched a little bit of television today for no other reason, just because I felt like it. But for a few days there straight, maybe about four days, like that sensitive period with the new moon that was coming and Saturn ingressing into I've I definitely had not been – I was just on a media fast. I didn't want to watch any commercials. I, don't, I didn't want to be programmed. I still don't. And I'm, I'm cutting the TV back out and all that until winter solstice, until we're good into this winter season, maybe by a couple of two, three days. I ain't, it ain't. It won't kill you. You ain't missing nothing. All you missing is some getting programmed. <laughs> and you'll find when you do your research on this critical season of the year that um, it's it's really important that you set your own program energetically. You'll find information about the this being like a really yin, the most yin yin feminine receptive time of the year and what you put into a receptacle is what's going to be in there okay 
So what do you want to receive? What are you letting in here over the next few days? People, energy, what you're taking into your body, critical, critical during this time period. Pick something, fast food. Just don't eat it for right now. Pick something, TV. Just don't watch it for right now. And in its place, you ought to know by now, if you've been following me, that in its place, if you've been listening to me, I don't need any followers, but I appreciate all the listeners. If you've been listening to me, that in its place, you've got to put something in its place. So if you're taking something out, do yourself a favor. Put something helpful, beneficial um, in its place and, and see if it doesn't impact energetically your at least season ahead. I, I like to look a, a lot longer term than that, um, especially with these energies involving the sun. I like to look at it more on a solar or yearly basis. But just, hey, if you just want to look at it through the winter season, something. I've In, in years past, <laughs> I have fasted things the entire winter season and watched you know the evidence. I may do it again. I don't know. I'm I'm being led by spirit right now. <laughs> I'm not. That's why I'm like, man. I really wanted to do a 21 day challenge, and I'm I'm thinking I'm still going to do one on my own. But I just encourage you to go with the flow. Okay, that's what receptive energy does. It receives messages, directions, downloads, guidance. Okay. All right. Let's see here, y'all. Caller from the five six one piece. You're live on the air with your world healer. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? This is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Thank you so much for calling. Um, did you have a question or just want to add any uh any content to the show tonight? Well, I was I was looking at the the astro astrology with the mm-hmm. the moon and new moon and all that stuff. So I was just curious about that. I'm a Sagittarius, okay. so <laughs> I hope it but of course me. you are. <laughs> of course you are. You are just in time, Stacey, because I'm about to dig in not only into the astrology of this past new moon so everybody can kind of pinpoint some of these critical energies that are involved, like Saturn. I'm going to break that down, uh, of course, um, Uranus, mm-hmm. Venus. And I've pulled some tarot cards for each sign, and I start with Sagittarius since it's a Sag new moon. So you, I think you'll really like that as well. So if you just want to hang on the line, I'm about to jump into it right now. <laughs> sure. And when does okay. Mercury yeah. retrograde leave? Friday? Yep, December the 22nd. Very good. <laughs> it stations okay. direct. What happens is it, it stations direct on Friday for another about Two weeks after that, it will still be in the retrograde zone. But for people like mm-hmm. me who are Mercury World, Friday, December 22nd will be good enough to start to really feel some relief and feel like you can kind of start moving objectives forward again and kind of um, – it, it'll it'll take a while. 
And when it gets out of the zone, finally, the zone just meaning where it was when it started to enter this retrograde phase um, back about um, a month and a half or so ago now, uh, that's when it'll enter new territory and you can feel confident moving new objectives forward. But, you know, when it first gets out, like uh, when the first station is direct, like here on Friday, just give it a little while. Mm-hmm. I know we're like, like, oh, yeah, it's direct now. Let's start signing contracts and, you know, doing brand-new presentations and all this stuff. Um, but it'll be best to just give it a minute. And that is, the see, this Mercury retrograde was in contact with Saturn three times. And so the lesson really has been about patience. And so if you can wait, by all means, wait on new things um, that relate to Mercury, that relate to agreements Mm -hmm. that you're making, contracts, new relationships, travel, you know. So I got even more for you, but I just thought I'd go ahead and give you a little something. I really just appreciate you calling in, raising your hand. And if you'd like, I can place you back on hold, Stacey. Thank you. Sure. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Nice talking to you. All right, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Stacey. I, I don't think I've talked to Stacey before, so I love it. And fresh new energy, Sagittarius energy, come on, y'all. I actually was blessed to attend a Sagittarius party <laughs> a week or so ago, and it was just what I needed with you know, Saturn having been in Sagittarius for the past three years. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die, y'all. I, I, said, I know I said it more than once that I felt like I had been in the fight of my life. That's what my experience with Saturn is. I'd been in a horrible, debilitating car accident. I had been through all kind of relationship stuff. No comment, <laughs> you know. So this um, is just it, it. It's like I said when I started the show. If you're feeling the excitement, you're feeling the energy that is on tap for us all. When I as I get into this tarot spread, y'all, that I pull for the Sag New Moon season, you're gonna see excitement in the cards. Hello. I pulled the card of excitement for our future, meaning as we head toward this full moon in a couple of weeks and the full moon season, which is the last two weeks of Sagittarius new moon season, we're going to be excited together. We're going to be celebrating together. I pulled the four of wands for our future card for the Sag new moon spread. And the king of wands at the bottom of the deck says that we are going to be materializing some of the most mature, come on, Saturn energy that's so prevalent right now, some of the most mature manifestations of this sea excitement. It doesn't have to be all mindless and just you just excited for no reason and you just don't want to can't sit down and it's it's bigger than that when you're the king of wands, okay? Because the king knows how to channel that excitement. 
The king is a goal setter and a goal fulfiller. And the king knows how to direct his energy. Okay, so don't get it twisted. I know I'm a super sad and it's still sad season until tomorrow morning, <laughs> tomorrow rising, and it's still sad new moon season for the next three, four weeks. So, yeah, it, it, it's that time to be excited but not excited for no reason. All right, let's jump into this astrology real quick, and I'll continue to kind of describe this spread for you guys as well. And I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut my own self off. Let me look at the time. I'm gonna cut my own self off when we've got about 45 minutes left because I want to get into these horoscopes for each of these signs. I'm not gonna do a separate show for this Sag New Moon season. I'm going to do a horoscope for each of the signs that incorporates not only the astrology, but I pulled a card for each sign. Listen out for your sun, your moon, your rising, and if you're into the love and the money, your Venus sign, okay? Let's get it. Let's get it because I want to get this on record, baby. This is so deep. This is so deep, y'all. And a special shout-out to the Capricorns. Y'all heard me on the last show that was an all-horoscope show. I was chan the, the the message I was channeling when I did the Capricorn horoscope. It had me for the second time in three years crying on the air. So yeah, I got another doozy of a message for Capricorn this time around as well. So for the Sag and Moon season, because you know Sag is Capricorn's twelfth house. Hello. We're talking about all these cycles that are being reset. And that's probably why I was channeling so hard for Capricorn. This is a critical, pivotal time for y'all specifically. All right, here we go. Um, Sag New Moon, it was this past Monday, early, early rising, 1230 a.m. Central at 20 degrees and 31 solar arc minutes of Sagittarius, okay? This new moon was in direct alignment with Saturn within just a couple of degrees, okay? And it was in direct alignment with this galactic center. The galactic center don't change, okay? It's not like one of these transiting planets. The galactic center is at... 20, depending on who you talk to, I've always understood it to be at 28 degrees Sagittarius, but I've heard some astrologers say it's at 27 degrees. Okay, y'all get the gist. It's right there at the 27, 28 degree mark of Sagittarius, and this new moon at 26 degrees and 31 minutes. When it's within a degree or two like that, you say it's in alignment with it because it's just too close to say anything else. <laughs> um and I, I like this new moon conjunct Saturn because if y'all recall when I informed y'all about Mercury retrograde, that it was in direct alignment with Saturn at the time it stationed, all right? It had already conjunct Saturn before it stationed retrograde. That's what I was reminding Stacey about. And then once it stationed retrograde, it aligns with Saturn again. And now that it's about to go direct here in a couple of days, it's going to align with Saturn for a third and final time. So that's Mercury retrograde impact with Saturn. Now we have a new moon that was aligned with Saturn as well. Once again, just like I told Stacey, Saturn has had a lot to say still, still got a lot to say and going to have a lot to say for some time to come. 
so this idea of the four of wands being in our future position, but the king of wands being on the uh, at the bottom of the deck is this maturity that I'm talking about that Saturn brings. Saturn is the embodiment of maturity and discipline and responsibility and duty, taking care of business, handling business, your business, bossing up. That's the king of wands right there. So the new moon in alignment with Saturn really is uh, driving home this message of patiently waiting. That's a very mature thing to do. Children are the ones that, you know, that's the the low vibrational excitement where it's like, oh, I'm just, you know, (laughs) I'm happy to be here, so let's just be and stay excited about everything. We don't want to calm down. We don't want to sit down. We don't want to read a book. We want to go, 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 go. Saturn has been here and going to be here to say, sit down somewhere. Sit down. Because it's in that sitting down. It's in that allowing patience to be perfected in us, in our ability to pare down and trim the fat and, 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 and release the excesses in our lives, in our minds, in our endeavors. You're doing too much. Sit down. It's in this, uh, our, open, our opening up to this Saturnian energy, especially while Saturn's in Capricorn, let me tell you. I just, me and Stacey, we know. We're Sagittarius. We just had Saturn in our sign. We know what that Saturn do. <laughs> and we know by now, if you are a Sagittarius, have Sagittarius energy, Sag ascendant, anything in Sagittarius, you know over the past few years what Saturn impacting your sign, whatever planetary energy you have right there has been like. I, I told you I just came from a Sagittarius party, met a beautiful Sagittarius there with my exact birthday, baby. I said, God damn, I done met my twin. <laughs> and we connected immediately. Like we've been knowing each other for years, it was a wonderful time. And we deserved it. We deserved to party. We made it. We did that shit. We survived Saturn in our sign. It's, it's an amazing feat because Sagittarius is not like, ooh, Saturn, come here. We're so perfect for each other. It's like, no, I'm all about freedom and you're all about restriction. No, get away from me. So this has not been easy for Saturn. in Capricorn is not going to be like Saturn and Sag. Saturn's at home in Capricorn. If you're a hot, see, I, I've got, I channeled and got emotional for Capricorn last week because I think I was sensing much more than I was, because I was given the horoscopes for not Sagittarius New Moon, but just Sagittarius season, which is actually over tomorrow, um, unlike Sagittarius New Moon season, which, which we have a few weeks. We just started. Um, and I think it was more of me sensing this Saturn and Capricorn thing because I remember saying that, you know, and I don't think I finished what I was saying, but I was saying, 
you know, Saturn going back home to its home sign in Capricorn is like the parent coming home. And I, I remember, you know, kind of giving y'all a reference for that. Like, you know, when you were a child and your parents had been gone, he was supposed to do all this stuff while they were gone. And you hear that garage door coming up and it's like, oh, shoot, the parents home, you know, it, you turn off the rate, the music you were bumping and, you know, whatever else you were doing and get to work. So that's Saturn coming home to Capricorn. That's a, that sense. But what I didn't get to finish, what I didn't finish saying was that, think, now think about this, when you were with your friends and your parents came, and it's like, okay, the parents not going to trip or pun, trip on or punish the children that aren't theirs, but oh, baby, the ones that's theirs, they're going to say, now you know better. <laughs> I can't get on them. I don't know how their parents raise them, but you know better. And that's what I was feeling towards Capricorn and sensing towards them is that for Saturn to come home to Capricorn where it's at home, the Capricorn to have been vibrating low. Know a Capricorn? I do. I know a few of them, all of them not vibrating high. And when the parent come home and they own child tearing up and cutting up and acting, oh, oh, you going to clown because you got friends over? Okay, yeah, and you know better? You know my house rules? So that's what I think I was sensing for Capricorn. If you know one, you know what I mean? Like if they're not vibrating high, get the hell away from them because karma's going to kick their ass all the way through the next two, three years. That's just a word of to the wise, a word of wisdom. If they are vibrating high, then they're about to enjoy some really uh, beautiful rewards for embodying and being the poster child for a lot of this, this energy, okay? So um, new moon conjunct Saturn. It can, now, I'll tell you like this. While we're speaking of low vibrational Capricorn, low vibrational Saturn energy, this could be, like I said before, this it should be a very exciting season, you know, new moon in Sagittarius, Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius, you know, the opportunity uh, during this new moon season to rethink some things, uh, to renew some things, come on, revive some things, all of the Mercury retrograde rewords, putting it on this new moon season to say something can be re nude in your life, okay? Um, something can be brought back from the dead almost, you know what I mean? Something, an objective can be pushed further forward. It may not be a brand new objective. It may be an objective you're revisiting. Um, the lower vibrations of this Saturn energy are fear, you know, the, the frustration that I was um, mentioning before that comes when you're experiencing delays, which is highly probable and possible with a new moon conjunct Saturn, delays and, you know, restriction and, and discipline. That's why I was telling y'all a show or two, two shows ago, make friends with Saturn. Saturn ain't going to change because you don't like it. Cause just because your parents put you on restriction or punishment, uh, and you don't like it, is, is that just cause for them to say, oh, you don't like being grounded? Well, let me take you off then. What the hell was I thinking? No. Saturn ain't going to do none of that. 
Saturn is going to be that line in the sand that you bet not cross or you're going to find out. <laughs> Saturn is going to be, like I had mentioned to my mama's babies earlier this week, Saturn does not have to be the punisher. If, if you're experiencing Saturn as the punisher, that lets you know how you've been vibrating, period, point blank. If you're experiencing Saturn as the discipliner, that's different. Dis- you discipline out of love. I don't want you to fall and bump your head, so I'm going to put this obstacle up, this blockage up, this restriction up. Punishment says you're bad. You Oh, you cross that line, you're bad. No. That's that's where the fear comes in and that where you start feeling the heaviness. If you're feeling the heaviness, that's that's that is indicative of your relationship with this Saturnian energy that that just is a notification going off that says raise your vibration, raise your relationship that you have with Saturn, um, embrace Saturnian energy instead of loathing it. Discipline yourself. I remember saying that in the last couple of shows with this all this Saturn energy afoot. Discipline yourself, and you ain't got to worry about it. Make friends with Saturn. That's what I'm talking about this winter solstice season, the sun going into Saturn rule Capricorn. Look, it's a, it's a time and season for everything, and maybe, just maybe, I know they didn't teach you this probably in church, in school, or wherever else, because they just didn't know. They just, we were in a whole different paradigm in the age of Pisces, okay? And now it's, a, it's the age of Aquarius, the age of knowing instead of believing so what I'm, 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 hopefully I'm adding to your knowledge so you can know and, and be compelled and inspired to do your own research. Don't take my word for a damn thing. I'm just, a, I'm here reporting the facts. <laughs> um, but I, do, I know this from Saturn having been in my sign for the past three years and a sign of a whole lot of my charts. So this is has not been a light thing for me. Is that, and I shared this with a mama's baby earlier. If there's a line drawn in the sand by Saturn, you know, a boundary, a restriction, uh, you can't go here, you can't do this. Like me, for instance, when I got into my car accident and my car was totaled, didn't have a car, didn't have means of transportation. So that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a restriction, right? I can't go everywhere I used to go. That's a boundary. I'm physically injured, can't do the things I used to do, couldn't even wear heels for the longest because of my spine it, and my knees, like my whole skeletal system. High vibrational Saturn says there's a line here, and I can't cross everything on the other side of the line. I don't have access to it. It's a boundary. It's a blockage. I can't get to it anymore. But God damn it, high vibrational Saturn says, what's on this side of the line? What can I do? Instead of looking at what you can't, look at what you can. You can't do a goddamn thing about Saturn being in Capricorn, whatever you got in Capricorn. Like I said, it's going to manifest a bit differently because Saturn being in Sag and Saturn being in Capricorn is two different animals. 
but I'm encouraging you no matter where you're feeling or sensing restriction, it's going to be a bit more acute now that Saturn's in its home sign of Capricorn, which simply means, once again, you need to get intimately acquainted with and learn to love and embrace hardship, restriction, discipline. Do it for yourself, and you it won't have to be imposed upon you. I see that fooling with Uranus. I see that fooling with, which is involved in this Sag new moon. I'm about to get to that. I see that fooling with Saturn. I see that fooling with Jupiter. I told y'all that about Jupiter being in Scorpio right now, and it's judgment day. That's why everybody getting exposed left, right, upside, downside. And if you expose and judge yourself, <laughs> you won't be judged. I remember one of my favorite astrologers went right before Jupiter went into Scorpio. He was already channeling this energy, and he was like, I guess he felt inspired to expose himself, so he told a story of the time he did number two on himself. <laughs> and he 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 was making a point. He, he it just it wasn't gratuitous. He was actually making a making a point that he was talking about. He he was running in a relay race, and it was just a a reaction, a, a biological, a body reaction he had. I guess to either being excited, um, nervous, <laughs> but he crapped on himself in his tracksuit, and yeah, he felt like that was his way of showing us that for him to expose himself in such a vulnerable way and just keep it real, like, my God, out of the billions of people that have you know, been around, like, how many people have accidentally crapped on themselves. I don't have that personal experience, but I'm sure it's not an isolated thing that that happened to him, especially under different circumstances. You even hear euphemisms that people will say, you know, you were scared, you scared, scared the crap out of you. I, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue. So that came from somewhere. It's probably not an isolated thing that that happened to him. But the point he was making was if you do it for and to yourself, you can gauge it. You can control it. But if you're like Harvey Weinstein and you want to keep sexually assaulting women, get caught on audio recording, you know, threatening her and like, you know, don't you know who I am? Okay, yeah, we all know who you are now, Harvey Weinstein. So the the message is similar with this Saturn energy that's prevalent, and like I said, it ain't going nowhere for a while, so you might as well get good and comfortable with restricting yourself. Like I said, I've been fat, I've been just playing around with fasting different things and restricting myself from different things to kind of remind myself and my psyche and my soul, you don't need it. <laughs> you don't need processed sugar. You don't need TV. What the hell were we doing before the shit came along? Saturn is the lord of karma. Saturn governs time, chronos, okay? And so when I say there's a, there's a time and season for everything, there's a time 
to restrict yourself. So you won't have to be restricted. Think about it like this. If you don't restrict yourself and your impulses to, let's just say, I use myself for an example. When I was a teenager, I used to steal makeup from uh, the drugstore. <laughs> Parents would be in there shopping. I'd be in there shopping too because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, but I wanted that mascara. And so I, I couldn't, I, at that time, I chose not to restrict myself. I just bleed it right on up in whatever I had and walked on about. Had I not ultimately got a handle on that, I would have been probably been restricted in other ways. You get caught stealing, you're going to do some time. You're going to have a record. You're going to have something on your background and behind stealing, and people are going to look upside your head every time it pop up on a background tick. So if you are unable or unwilling to restrict yourself while Saturn's in Capricorn, definitely it's it's inherent in this new moon because of its alignment with the new moon. But this will be some, it'll be a real divine opportunity, especially with Mercury retrograde on it. I don't care that Mercury is stationing direct Friday. Guess what? At the time of this new moon, Mercury was retrograde. So that sense and that feel and that energy is going to be on the next four weeks. Period. So you, it's a divine time to be rethinking, reevaluating, reassessing your relationship with Saturn, your relationship with boundaries, your relationship with restriction, your relationship with taking things seriously. Saturn wants you to grow up and be mature, take things seriously, restrict yourself. Only a child can't help themselves from doing silly shit. An adult, the Saturn is the parent and not your, necessarily your parent. I tell my mama's babies all the time, Saturn wants you to parent yourself. We know you're grown and you out the house and you ain't got to do nothing. Nobody tell you to do you. What, what do people be saying? <laughs> I'm a grown-ass woman. We know, we know. But Saturn's in Capricorn and it's in alignment with this new moon. So here over the next few weeks, you might want to figure, especially by the time we get to the full moon, because you know the full moon going to tell on you, tell on us. You might want to figure out, reassess, and reestablish your relationship with this energy of taking full responsibility, taking care of your responsibilities, being dutiful. I'm on this show today, and I've. I, Unless I, um, unless there is an act of God that prevents me from it, I'll be back on tomorrow because I got, I, I got some more now. I, like I said, I got an announcement to make because I'm being thrust into Saturn and Capricorn as of last night, just like everybody else for the next two, three years. Saturn just got out of Sag, so if anybody knows a Sag knows, it's time to take care of business. Yay, Saturn's out of Sag. What that means? It means we we the we the most recent ones that should have learned this lesson. You might want to look to a Sag near you on how to take and take some notes on how to handle your business. Take care of what you, what you got to take care of. I woke I woke. This is the first rising that I can remember in in a very long time. Where as soon as my eyes opened. I got out of bed. I'm I'm one of those people. I will snooze, 
I, I even had a dream. Usually when I dream, I try to go back and catch up in the dream because usually they'd be real good. <laughs> I try to go back and finish where I left off. Today, eyes opened up. I jumped up, got up, started uh, taking care of stuff that was on my to-do list. That it just couldn't wait any longer. That's why I'm about to get on these shows like I'm supposed to. Nobody's making me. I'm a grown-ass woman. <laughs> Ain't nobody ca- called me and told me I bet better do a show, but it's time for it. It's Saturn. It's sad. I just told y'all Saturn is the Lord of time. It's time. There's a time and a season for everything. I've had my time of doing shows when I'm inspired to do them. I've had my time of doing shows when I felt like I needed to, should do, or had to do a show. And Saturn and Capricorn is here in a, in an area of my chart that is, if I'm serious about it, and if my heart is really into it, it has to show up. It, Saturn is a, a earthy, material energy. It's physical. You, it's show and tell, baby. It's show and tell time when now that Saturn's in Capricorn. And I, I really believe the fact that this new moon occurred within 48 hours of Saturn going into Capricorn, it's just showing me that, this season is going to really be a mirror, uh, uh, maybe even a crystal ball to show us what these next few years of Saturn and Capricorn is going to be. You're, we're setting the tone now. I heard somebody tell me about somebody that was waiting. Well, they're going to do this, this, and that, and the third, and they're going to indulge and do it, you know, go overboard and get fucked up and all this stuff, and then um, in the new year, they're going to get it together, and they're going to do that and third. I said, well, goddamn, Saturn's in Capricorn now. They may not have to the new year. Don't do it. Don't wait. I, I, let me keep going, y'all, because I got to get to these horoscopes. I want to get to these horoscopes. Um, let me check in because I'm going to talk about the new moon being in alignment with the Venus as well next, uh, in addition to being in alignment with Saturn. The new moon that's governing the next few weeks for all of us is in alignment with Venus as well, so it's going to be important for us to establish this sense of responsibility and duty and maturity and taking full responsibility in the context of our relationships, our social, the social structures in our lives, um, relationships of all kinds, not just romantic love relationships, okay? So let me, before I do that, just check in real quick with caller from 917. If you um, press one on your keypad on, pur- on purpose, then I just want to check in with you. Are you there, caller? You're live on the air with your world healer. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Who who do I have the pleasure of speaking with tonight? My name is Ashil. Yes, it's your L. Okay, Ashil. I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you so much for joining us on the line. Um, did you want to ask a question, or did you have some content to add to the show tonight? No, I want. I'm just a question. You know, I mean. I'm just trying to see what these changes are coming up for me for this period, you know. Okay, for you personally, um, 
I actually don't do personal readings on the air, but you're in luck tonight because oh, I am that? breaking down. You meant to be. <laughs> you was meant to be. What did you say? I said you was say meant to again. be. Say it again. I said it was it, meant it to absolutely. be. Absolutely. It absolutely is. This is a very karmic time for everybody. That's why I can barely get into the show for getting talking about Saturn because that just uh, Saturn represents time. It's time. It's karmic time. Galactic center on this new moon, this whole month is time. And then um, the winter solstice for for certain it's time. So yes, you are right on time, Michelle. Thank you so much. And if you stay tuned and I can put you back on hold, you're going to hear, what's your sun sign? Leo. Leo. And do you happen to know your rising or ascendant sign? Oh, give me one second. I think I've written down. Let me check that. I have it somewhere. You're going to make me do you like Coach Kair did me when I, I didn't know the degree. I knew my signs of all my planets okay. and points, but he asked me what the de- degree. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all got to okay. check out Coach Kair. He asked me what degree something in my chart was at, and I didn't know. <laughs> And he clowned me so hard, I learned the degrees of all my stuff that day. But go ahead, Ashil. You say your rising yep. and ascendant sign is what? Um, my sun sign is Leo. My moon mm-hmm. sign is Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Full of fire. Go and ahead. And I think the ascendant is the, the ascendant here. Yeah, it's a Gemini. Oh, there's another thing I don't know something else is it says MC something I think Pisces I don't know what that that's for. that's your that's your heaven. that's that's a very critical and important part of your chart um, but typically I I don't con- I'm not considering that when I'm doing readings I tend to or horoscopes I tend to be considering and I tell people to listen out for their sun their moon and their rising sign good thing you know them to listen out for all three you no small wonder you're being activated and t- turned on right now energetically because with it being Sagittarius new moon season, that's going to necessarily activate. All fire signs are being activated. So that's going to take care of that Leo sun as well as you said, the Aries moon. So, yes, you are just in time. And here in just a few moments after I break down just a couple of more of these critical transits of the new moon, I'll get right to these horoscopes for you. Okay, Ashil? Sure, sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Perfect. Okay, y'all are ready. I'm ready too, y'all. I'm getting to it, I promise. Okay, so the new moon conjunct Venus as well, like I said, it's not only is it calling us to take full responsibility in the context of these relationships at work, relationships with any other person, even relationships with ourselves, because Venus, especially in the context of Taurus that it governs, is talking about valuing and appreciating ourselves. That's going to come up a little later in the horoscopes because I have um, a message for, I forgot exactly what sign right now, that deals with that specifically. So, But for all of us with this Venus in alignment with the new moon in Sagittarius, um, if you're in relationship with anybody who is not taking full responsibility for their actions, who is not showing up in the relationship at work. I don't care what kind of relationship it is, your child, a parent, and they're not able to show up with 
a level of respect, them taking full responsibility for their portion of the relationship, Like I said, it's going to be occasion during these few weeks for that to be revisited. And by the time Mercury does station direct, you'll you'll probably begin to feel more like you can take certain steps towards rectifying these any any relationship imbalances where somebody may be being the very opposite or low vibrational Saturn, which instead of mature is immature. Responsible is irresponsible. Instead of um, you know um, healthy balance, Saturn in in the highest in one of the highest vibrations is healthy boundaries. Okay, no, you you can't talk to me. You may talk to everybody else, you know, crazy. But if you're gonna be in a relationship with me, I have a boundary when it comes to how I allow people to talk to me. And if I've communicated that to you, we've gone over this. Look, I'm gonna let you make it because Mercury retrograde, so we can have the conversation one more time. But let Mercury station direct, and you still popping off at me. I'm gonna have to show you another level of boundary and restriction that you may not have originally anticipated, and that's gonna be your karma. Um, speaking of karma, uh, Saturn, Venus, this new moon in Sagittarius, it could highlight karmic relationships, okay? So you taking responsibility in in that context is going to be critical as well. You can't necessarily just throw people away. Especially in a Mercury retrograde, take it from me. You throw somebody away in the Mercury retrograde and they might come back to you. So, you know, wrap up your karma responsibly. It's not about running away. It's about drawing lines in the sand. And if somebody doesn't respect that they put their own self on the other side of that line. You can come on this side of the line if you're if you're willing to agree to this, that, and the third. Venus, uh, in alignment with this new moon, Venus represents harmony, peace, diplomacy, tactfulness, okay? So these are things to look for when you're um, taking a look at these karmic relationships, it could be anything. It could be teacher and student. It could be any kind of relationship where this karmic energy is present, where you're being called to be responsible with how you deal with the situation sensitively, okay, and responsibly. Um Venus is also the money, of course. People, a lot of some people, they don't even care about relationships, love, um, partnerships, uh, friendships, parent, teacher, none of that. They want to know about the money when it comes to Venus. And Saturn wants you to be responsible, us to be responsible with that too. Us to set the tone with that too in these sensitive few days here around the winter solstice, especially like you're setting a tone. You, are you going to be immature and irresponsible, like, indefinitely? Or are you going to learn these lessons once and for all and wrap up this karma? You don't have to live in debt. You don't have to live on loans. You don't have to live. You can restructure Saturn with this Mercury retrograde. New, you can restructure the your relationship with money. It's time. Karma, Saturn, it's time, Okay. 
Saturn's in Capricorn. It's definitely time. Um, okay, uh, Uranus. That's the last one I'm going to talk about before I jump into these horoscopes, okay? And I'm going to, fear not, the show that I intend to broadcast tomorrow is going to be dedicated to Saturn and Capricorn, okay? And then I plan to do a show after that to dedicate to um, sun and Capricorn season and combine that with the winter solstice information and the horoscopes and all that, okay? So I'm working through all this information, and I'm learning real quick that even though all this astrology is happening in one week, I cannot talk about it all and do it justice and really feel like I am benefiting y'all as listeners if I can't really unpack it like I need to. So that's why this whole show is straight up Sag New Moon, okay? And that Sag New Moon in a harmonious gift of a trine to Uranus, that's adding to the excitement. Uranus is the planet of the sudden and unexpected, the breakthroughs, the the eureka moments, the 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 revelations, the inspiration. Okay, um, so in addition to the fiery, uh, passionate, uh, adventurous energy that can be exciting about um, the Sag new moon season, the new moon in a trying to Uranus is significantly adding to that. And that may be if you're feeling a little bit anxious, okay, Uranus in some of its lower vibrations can manifest as nervousness. Um, um, uh, What am I thinking of? I just said it too. But it's like a, it can be like your nerves are frayed, you know. It's like anxious, I think, yeah anxiousness and all that kind of thing. That's just you sensing the Uranus energy of something's about to happen. Uranus is the energy of change. Things are changing. Like I said last show, we're wrapping up so many cycles, it's not even funny. And what happens when you wrap up cycles? You necessarily begin new cycles. So we're sensing energetically and spiritually that things are changing. But we can't necessarily put our finger on it because the last two lunations, Gemini full moon and this Sagittarius new moon, have a squared Neptune. <laughs> so we feel like we can't pin anything down. And, well, stuff is changing, but, hell, I don't know what's going to be next. I don't know where I'm headed. I don't, you know. So that's the square to Neptune that has carried over from Gemini full moon season that we just wrapped up in Scorpio new moon season last month is still here, the square to Neptune. It's not more acute than this conjunction to Saturn, Venus, and the trine to Uranus, but it's still there. Neptune and Pisces squaring off with this Sagittarius new moon. If you're a Sagittarius or a Gemini, or even a Virgo with the opposition, you could really have a strong sense of if it's if if you're if you don't know what it is or how to access it on the higher vibrations, you will experience it as confusion. You will experience it as fearful. Now, I don't know what's happening, so I feel afraid. I don't know what's happening, so I'm just gonna be confused. I don't know what's happening, so. Lower vibration Neptune, I'm just going to get drunk. I'm just going to get high. I'm just going to escape. 
I'm just going to sleep all day. I'm just going to, whatever your form of escapism is, when it's, you know, used as a tool to cope. So with the, to access this trying to Uranus and appreciate it and experience it as the gift that it is here to be, allow it to manifest in your life as openness. Open minded. I don't know what's coming, but I'm ready. I don't know what's ahead in the new cycle, but I'm excited about it. I don't know what's around the corner, but I'm ready for something new anyway. I'm I'm ripe for a breakthrough in my life. So bring it on, Uranus. I ain't got nothing to be scared of. Okay. So Uranus is also this energy, uh, like I said, of the Eurekas, you know, just these revelations and divine inspiration. So things can be coming, and with the trine, it can flow effortlessly. So keep a pen and pad handy for when something just comes to you. It could come to you. Uranus will lightning. It could just come to you that quick. Uh, Uranus is also the sudden and unexpected events and the changes and the shifts and the breakthrough. One day you can be Joe Blow. The next day you could be Joe Blow who hit the lottery. That's a that's a, 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 a sudden reversal, okay? One day you could be Susie May who's single and loving it. And the next day you could be Susie May who met the man of your dreams that wants to put you in the lifestyle that you've been knowing you deserve. That's a sudden reversal just in a moment your life can change. That's what's on tap easily and effortlessly. But if you're in fear mode and you're in anxiety mode, and you're in uh, my, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's coming. Oh, Lord, I just wish things could go back to the, when Saturn was in Sag and I felt like I knew what was going on. I wish we could go back to, you can't go back. <laughs> you can't go back. Open up. That's what I say, open-mindedness. Open yourself up to the potentialities and the possibilities of, of what's around the corner. Okay, we're on the, now that the Sag New Moon season has begun, we're on the fast track to this full moon here on January the 1st. Hello. (laughs) You can have you a full moon surprise right at um, the start of the new Gregorian calendar year. So um, this idea of of, uh, with Uranus, you can experiment. Uranus is a real inventive energy where you may feel stuck and blocked and all of that by the Saturn energy that's so prevalent right now. Allow yourself to remain open to doing things differently. Allow yourself to remain open to um, revitalizing and rejuvenating. I love about Uranus the whole, that lightning thing I was mentioning, the electrical impulses. I like to bring up the defibrillator. That's Uranus, baby, because it can shock something back to life, things that have been dead, stagnant, uh, restrictive, stuck energy. In an instant, it can be revitalized and rejuvenated. It could come from a thought or an idea that just occurs to you, and you try the stuff out, and it works. (laughs) So... 
Um, Uranus is also things that are really original and and, um, different and unique. Uranus rules us as individuals with our own unique fingerprints, okay? So uh, developing your appreciation for your authentic self I think is going to be critical and important in this new juncture as well. A lot of people, like I said, with cycles ending and new cycles beginning, Things are shifting. I know personally of people moving. I already mentioned um, on, earlier in this show, people with new, just had babies, people who just had people in their lives make transition and pass on to another plane of awareness uh, out of their physical body. So things are shifting and changing all willy-nilly. What's going to be critical is that amidst all the changes, and new opportunities and things like that, that you be in tune, as Cat Williams puts it, with your star player, okay? You be in tune and appreciating. Get caught, be found in tune and appreciating who you are as a unique individual. Everything Uranus is about, everything that makes you weird, quirky, kinky, all that, yes. Okay, so opening, once again, remaining open and and willing to embrace that new, new is going to put you in the vibrational place you need to be that when some stuff pops off, it's popping off in your favor, okay? Instead of you sitting here with the covers over your head, shaking, shivering, looking like, don't come for me unless I sin for you, it's not going to work right now. All right. Um, I think that bodes well. I'm, I'm jumping into these horoscopes, I promise. But I just want to mention, I think that this Uranus energy, along with this Saturnian energy, really wants you to take seriously, there's that word again, this Saturnian, prevalent Saturnian energy. It's just so thick. It's just so thick. Saturn has the nerve to go into Capricorn. The sun's going into Saturn-ruled Capricorn. Mercury retrograde was aligned with Saturn. New moon's aligned with Saturn. So even amidst all this um, Uranus energy as well, know when to say when. I think that's just words, a good word to throw in there. Know when to say when. Um, even with the Venus. The Venus it can be like overindulging, you know. Venus is all about pleasures, right? And so that could be another way this could manifest when you're unsure, when you're afraid, when you're confused, and you go to the pleasures that, you know, have always been there for you, the food, the sweets, the sugar, the alcohol, the whatever. So... It, once again, the, the energy and the, the um, suggestion to parent yourself, what would, if you were your own parent, going through what you're going through and your, whatever your situation is, what would you as a parent tell yourself? What would you advise yourself as the best course of action to take? Okay, just let that marinate for a little bit. While I jump into these horoscopes, before I jump into the horoscope, 
with the tarot card for each sign, I got to break down this pool, okay, for the whole Sag's New Moon season. And just like I was talking about the cycles ending and the new ones beginning, the overall card I got for Sag's New Moon season is the Eight of Cups. Allowing what has, you look at that card and you see all them damn cups. This person has got all these cups filled up with liquid, baby. You know it took some time to get them, and they got them all organized and set up. And this person has the nerve to be walking away from them. And this sad, sad new moon season may be indicative for you just because of the cycles that are so closely linked to it of you ending certain cycles in your life. It actually, that card actually represents the end ending of cycles and you walking away, walking away from actually unhappiness though. Okay, you have, and we, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. Having to end a cycle with somebody or something, a job, a person, and and feeling sad as hell about it. Like, goddamn, you didn't even want it. You, you dreaded every time it was time to clock in. You were trying to call in every other day. You were unhappy and miserable in this relationship anyway, and you got the nerve to be acting like it's a sad thing. I look, what I love about this card that's governing our entire Sag and Moon season is that it's a card of moving on. And it's a card of this unexpected gift that you find when you quit thinking about what's in your rearview mirror. That little tiny, y'all know in the car, it's the, it's the, you got the rearview mirror. It's right up in front and it's real tiny. But guess what? You have the wind shield that you look through to see ahead of you that's 20 times its size. So which one do you think you're supposed to be paying more attention to? That's the energy of this card. It's not about what you're, what's in your rear view, what you're walking away from, what you're moving on from. It's about what you're moving into. This is a card of healing that's going to be taking place in Sag's New Moon season if we allow it. It's a card of finding the deeper meaning in a thing. Yeah, you went, you that cycle has to end. And if you look for the deeper meaning instead of being stuck on why it's over, that's where the healing is going to be for us. That's where we're going to find ourselves once again and be like, God damn it, if I can build up these eight cups, I can build up eight more somewhere else where the cups going to be appreciated, okay? So that's the overall energy. It's the only cups card in the spread in the, the past um, position that we are taking with us from I say Scorpio new moon season or just before we're ta- we're bringing in we'll put it like this we're bringing into Sag new moon season with us this ten of wands the very Saturn and Sagittarius card come on and tell me the spirit don't be giving me these cards we're bringing with us into Sag new moon season the Saturn and Sag card that tells me that all this stuff we're moving away from, walking away from, the cycles that are ending, it likely has to do with something that was going on while Saturn was in Sag. And it, and it may have been burdensome. Ten of Wands is the card of burden and struggle and having to keep your head down and just keep going. You, you, 
Only other choice was whatever may have been going on while Saturn's been in Sag for you. I know personally, I can attest, keep going, hell. What the hell else you going to do, die? If it didn't kill you, it's making you stronger. So that it's that energy. And this is also the card of taking sole responsibility. You see that man in this card with holding up all ten ones by itself. He ain't asking nobody for help. He ain't laid none down on the ground. He is you accessing immense effort. This is a card of working overtime. This is a card of giving one final push. This is a card of prioritization and taking full and sole responsibility, and we're taking that with us. We're carrying that energy with us into this Sag New Moon season. It's no small wonder. This is another Saturn card, um, and it's no small wonder that this Sag New Moon season is so linked closely to this Saturn energy, okay? So we're taking that with us. That's what's going to help. That's going to help. It's going to be, it's going to aid us, like, <laughs> it's it's almost like those people that when they finally reach a particular pinnacle of success in their life and they're like, man, had I not struggled, you know what I mean? We're bringing this with us. It must it it may be this unexpected gift that the Eight of Cups is talking about. Like what you looked at as such a horrible burden. I, even the some of the Sagittarius's I know ain't got nothing good to say <laughs> about the time of Saturn and Sagittarius. And it's like I have a feeling that we're going to be very thankful that we got a chance to experience Saturn in our sign before Saturn went into Capricorn and everybody got a taste of it from a real acute perspective. In the present position, we all have the King of Swords. And this, I love that this card came up in our present because that's telling me what we're going to have to, and that it's a court card, a person. That means us. This is what we're going to have to embody in order to get to this future card I already told you all about, which is the card of excitement and freedom and celebration and the surprising news. It's very Uranus trying the new moon energy. It's going to be easy for us to fall up into a surprise that we're going to like. That's going to be exciting. The Four of Wands is a card of improvement. So it's probably going to be some surprises that you like. This is a card of moving, things moving forward and things stabilizing out and the excitement that comes from things finally stabilizing. And what's going to get us there is this king of swords, us embodying this energy of justice. It's, ju- it's, it's justice for you to say you're going to do something and then damn do it. That's just. That's this king of swords who is articulate. He say what he mean and he mean what he says, so it's no ambiguity. It'll probably get a lot easier after Mercury stations direct here in another day or so. The king of swords speaks the truth and nothing but. And the reason why he can do that is because he exercises mental discipline. This is the card of being quiet. It's not just the, it is the card of the communicator. Don't get it twisted. It's the card of the the analytical one, the intellectual one, the ethical one, the smart one, the ambitious one. But it's also a card of the quiet one. That's that mental discipline. You know when, maybe that is your Mercury retrograde lesson. I know it's been a lesson for me. I, I, 
I had a, a text message locked and loaded, baby. All I had to do is copy that bad boy and paste it into the actual message and hit send. And Spirit said, try it if you want to. So that's this energy of mental discipline and being quiet when it's necessary. It's not always about what you say. Sometimes the most just thing you can do is withdraw your energy and not say a damn thing. And this eight of um, swords that is supporting this card is the card of, of our inner attitude and, and where you have been feeling confused once again. This energy is coming up again. It's in the astrology with the square from Neptune to the, uh, in Pisces to the Sagittarius new moon, and it's showing up in the cards as a supporting card with this eight of swords supporting the king of swords that we're embodying, we're being called to embody by saying, okay, where you've been feeling powerless, restricted, come on, confused, pessimistic, stagnant, I can't go nowhere, I can't do nothing, negative attitude, feeling in prison, inner turmoil, it'll be through the mental discipline that you can shift your inner attitude. That's the Eight of Cups supporting this, even this, the Eight of Swords, even supporting the Eight of Cups. When I told y'all, it, the unexpected gift could be that they don't. It ain't about what you're walking away from. And, and, it, and your inner attitude of, ju- one of, ju- of, be- of embodying this King of Swords, one of justice, says that what if the most ju- what if justice is being served by you being quiet? What if justice is being served by you if you do feel like Saturn and Sag was oh so crappy? What if justice is being served by you making an adjustment to your inner attitude that says, I'm not losing anything. I'm gaining. I'm gaining healing. I'm gaining deeper meaning. I'm gaining a new fresh insights into my own self. I didn't even know I could survive this. I didn't even know I could be this emotionally mature. And then we also have, I told y'all the King of Wands was on the bottom of the deck, so we're embodying King energy. Three kings came up, the King of Swords, where we're um, Embody where we're speaking our truth and and embodying mental discipline. The King of Wands that I already mentioned came up where we're being the boss and the leader and and channeling all this energy into a direction where we're reaching goals and we're fulfilling those goals and we're saving ourselves and believing in ourselves. We're being fearless. And then we also have support from the King of Pentacles as well as the Six of Pentacles. So that's showing me right there that what also is going to help us walk away from these cups like a boss is going to be an attitude, this inner attitude that's being required, an adjustment being required, an inner attitude of gratitude. Thank you for the eight cups. I didn't even know I could get eight cups like that. I can do it. If I can do it once, I can do it again. Thank you for everything that's in my windshield. I thank you for what's in my rear view. We're not going to crap on the past, but thank you for what's in my future that I'm walking towards. And the, this King of Pentacles that supports this, this card of gratitude is 
a, a card where we're embodying this energy, where we're thriving. We ain't missing out on nothing. What are you missing out on if you had the ability to put up eight cups? Cups is emotions, emotional energy you're putting into something, passion, you know, you invested your heart into something and you're walking away from it. Some people may say, well, goddamn, that's sad. And some people may say, well, hell, what you going to put your emotions and stuff into now? You're, you're not dead if you're walking away. And so this King of Pentacles comes to support that, to say also, to remind us to also during this season to embody this energy where we're supporting ourselves where we're encouraging ourselves to the point where we're thriving just like this king, where we're steady. Look, our life ain't over because we had to walk away from eight cups. <laughs> we we all right. We're steady. We're committed. We're loyal. We're enjoying life. We're realizing goals with this king of pinnacles. And we have the Midas touch. Whatever we say, it is so. All right. Sign by sign, the moment y'all have been waiting for, starting with Sagittarius. And I'm glad I did the general um, spread first because as I break down these cards and you listen out for your card and also the astrology, think of it in terms of the overall spread. Like for Sagittarius, for instance, starting out with the two of wands, okay? And I already told you all about these wands cards I pulled. In the past, the Ten of Wands were bringing with us into Sag New Moon season, having overcome this this struggle, this burden. Maybe you don't quite feel like you've overcome it yet. That's okay. We're headed into the Four of Wands, which is the, the, the celebrating and the freedom from these burdens and struggles in a sense. So with Sagittarius, Two of Wands, uh, also, the Sag New Moon, of course, is in your sign, so it's going through your first house. This could be affecting you in a myriad of ways, Sagittarius, but think of it in terms of this Mercury retrograde energy where you're getting a second chance at some, some area of your life where you're going to try it again or you're going to look at it, for, you're going to reassess it. And... You know, the outcome could be anything. Likely it's going to have a lot to do with this Four of Wands energy of celebrating, which means it's probably going to work out. If you work it, Saturn is not going to give you a damn thing. (laughs) You know that by now, Sagittarius. So you're going to have to work it to make it work. But um, the Two of Wands for your card specifically is saying that your personal power, Sagittarius, is in your ability to master divine balance, okay? The bold physical decisions that you have made is an extension, Sagittarius, of your divine will, what you will and won't do, and originality that will continue to flow and carry you into an exciting and stable future, okay, Sagittarius. So don't be discouraged that you have to do something again. It's a divine opportunity for you to shine, all right? Boldly shine. Boldly shine and let your originality shine, your personal fingerprint, you, 
That's why it's in your first house, okay? Because like I said earlier in the show, I didn't even know I was going to reference that to this, but this it, pe- people are going to be looking to us, Sagittarius, during this time, and we're going to shine if we can master this divine balance, okay? Pisces. Pisces, you are experiencing Sagittarius New Moon through your 10th house, okay, top of the chart. And your card is the Three of Cups. So um, 10th house is about goals. When we're looking at this in the context of this uh, new moon season for you, it could be reassessing old goals, another chance, a second chance to achieve a goal, taking another look at it. Um, uh, and when it comes to, like, authority figures, maybe a second chance that, you know, um, a particular career or job or um, um, uh, um, someone in authority impressing them, okay? Maybe a 10th house is like your reputation. You may have the chance to improve that second chance. You know, think about it in terms of revisiting something along these 10th house lines. Um, something, an old responsibility, Maybe you, you know, haven't been taking care of your child and, you know, you've got, it's come back around and now you get to make a better decision, okay? (laughs) Pisces, so the Three of Cups is, uh, the message I have for you with the Three of Cups is that celebrating, Pisces, that you're going to be doing in the near future will have a lot to do with you reconnecting your heart to your goals and responsibilities and getting intimately acquainted again with your pursuits, your pursuits on your life path. If you don't love it, Pisces, it won't grow or develop. If you're in a career that your heart's not into, you're not going to be in. The Three of Cups may be something altogether different for you. I don't even want to go into those low vibrational interpretations. I'll just say do it if you love it or else it won't grow or develop. If it doesn't make you feel exuberant, Pisces, take responsibility to only going forward, at least starting in this fast new moon season, to only follow the path that does, okay? Gemini, Gemini, look, um, oh, I want to say your name, but I don't want to mess it up. But it starts with an A, and I just talked to you on the air and you have Gemini rising like me. So um, this is for you. Uh, the Sag Gemini is in your seventh house of partnerships. Okay, Gemini, Gemini rising, Sun, Moon, Venus. Um, and your card is the Three of Wands, and it flew out. It flew out when I was shuffling. So this is going to be like second chances as it relates to partnerships, Gemini, okay? People coming, but any other, any other person, when I say partnerships, any other person coming back from the past, you know, um, uh, you could be uh, making a commitment again to something um, or an opportunity to uh, this seventh house idea of harmony and peace and diplomacy and evenness and balance may be coming back around for you to reconnect with it. So with the three of wands and that in mind, my message to you, Gemini, is to be happy with the decision that you have made to recommit yourself, recommit to yourself, 
okay? Before we even get to talking about the other, we got to talk about you. Be happy with the decisions you made to recommit to yourself and to rediscover what it means to believe in yourself, all right, Gemini, and and to what it means to believe in the grand vision for your life. As you do that, Gemini, others will follow suit, and they will believe in you, and they will believe in your vision, and they will follow your lead. Okay, Gemini? Um, Virgo, for you, we got the nine the ones. One, if y'all haven't noticed for the signs so far, there's been a steady theme of these these wands. So like I was saying to Stacy, if you're feeling the excitement, the wands is like energy that moves. Wands is related to fire, okay? So you should be, all these wands that are coming out for, for the different signs, it's almost like spirit saying, you should you should be putting your energy into something. Yes, I know that the Saturn energy is prevalent right now, and a lot of us are being called on to be patient, to be mature, to wait, to restrict ourselves, to pare down. But once again, like I mentioned earlier, that same line in the sand, where over the line is a whole bunch of things you can't do and can't say and can't see and can't eat and can't drink and can't go. Focus on what's on the inside of the line and what you can do because then you can use your wand. Then you can use your fire. Then you can use your energy when you think in terms of what you can do instead of what you can't. Virgo, you got the nine of wands and you're having the fourth house Sag new moon season. And so for you, ooh, 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 you were one of the people I needed to talk to because when it comes to you in the bowels of yourself, you being at home within yourself and re while we're talking about the Mercury retrograde that's on this new moon season and you revisiting something, revisiting you being at home within yourself. It you may need to be revisit home. Maybe you're a Virgo that like to run the streets and you look all this wands energy you and got the nine of wands card. And it's about revisiting places that are familiar, revisiting places within yourself where you encourage and support yourself, where your inner emotional foundation is, Virgo. And the message I have for you is such a critical part of the chart, Virgo. So definitely over this new moon season, keep it about the main thing, which is you and your emotional stability. My message for you is although your reserves may be hidden, hidden reserves where you have to go within yourself to pull out, you know, your strength and your resources, like I say, your internal, your inner emotional foundation, although your reserves may be hidden, Virgo, they are there. The inner determination and perseverance necessary to take decisive action is there. Settle, Virgo, any unresolved issues within yourself, and they will be settled once and for all. You'll stop seeing it pop up in other places in your life if you settle it within you. You won't feel the need to go stay in the streets and ripping and running when home within you or your physical home is a, a place where you have dealt with things once and for all. At that point, 
then others will, it'll manifest in a myriad of ways, but the message that had come to me was that then at that point when you are settled, when you are established, when you have revisited home and everything is good there, then others will know not to fuck with you. It'll it'll affect your aura and your energy and your essence and your presence, okay? And my final message is that only you can save yourself, Virgo. Nobody's coming to save you, okay? You got to do it. And it starts from within. It starts within your emotions and feelings, tapping into how you feel. Virgo, over New Moon and Sagittarius season, please. Ask yourself at least once a day how you feel, and please give a crap about what the answer is enough to tend to it and take care of it, all right? Aries, Aries, you are having a nice house transit, a Sagittarius house transit during Sagittarius new moon season, and you got the seven of pentacles. <laughs> I thought that was so funny when I saw it because you're a fire sign, you're having a, a Sagittarius fire new moon season in the Sagittarius fire ninth house, and you got the seven of pentacles, which is asking you to be patient and wait. <laughs> so, you know, um, this the Saturn energy and, and lessons I've kind of been talking about throughout the show, they're, they're really screaming at you, and I know it can be so difficult for Aries um, Aries moon to to sit down and settle down and quietly wait and patiently wait and confidently wait. Okay. Um, the ninth house, this is going to um, talk about second chances and revisiting things as it relates to traveling, revisiting things as it relates to learning and teaching. Revisiting even uh, ninth house is about experiences and adventures, you know, instead of, you know, I'm ready to take on a new adventure and a new experience. Well, some of the the adventures and experiences you've already had may be bearing upon you to be inspired by them again or revisited, okay? Um, even op- the optimism of the ninth house, to revisit that. Maybe you haven't been optimistic in a while about things. And because Saturn being in Sag has affected all the fire signs in some way. And so the message for you is that waxing philosophical, which is, oh, so a ninth house thing to do, um, and reassessing your life while you are waiting is your charge, Aries. That's what you're charged to do. You have gotten results, and you will get even more. Aries, if you take this time of seemingly, it may seem like you're treading water, can't move forward, you're just, you know, marking time. If you take this time to take in the view and give thanks, okay, just to appreciate how far you've come, Aries. No, you may not be able to move a new objectives forward in a new moon in Sag with a Mercury retrograde on it, but you can take in the view, give thanks, and then your values and valuables will grow, you know, noticeably. Then you can take on a new direction. But for now, finish what you started and appreciate the gold in your own backyard, okay, Aries? It ain't all bad when you're sitting, you know, in a backyard full of gold, you know even if you can't move certain objectives forward. 
Once again, don't look at what you can't do right now. Look at what you can. Leo, you are having a new moon in Sagittarius in the Leo house. Lucky you. And you got the three of wands like you. Like your friends, three of wands came up for a few signs, uh, Gemini, and now we're at Leo. And so is, which is so cool, because both Gemini and Leo are really social and sociable signs, and the three of wands um, is a good card for that. So for Leo, uh, with you having a new moon in Sagittarius in your Leo house, it could be like opportunities coming back around again to revisit, you know, reconnect, especially to things that associate it with your heart, things that make your heart sing, be it romance, be it a hobby, be it um, even your own inner child, revisiting him or her and letting him or her come out to play again. Uh, it could be a project um, that's creative in nature, okay, and, and revisiting that during this time. So that in conjunction with the three of wands, my message for you is there's something, Leo, or someone that you love that deserves further exploration. That's what I mean by revisiting. When you revisit it and you unpack it even further than you had before. You already chose it, Leo, that's why it's in your sphere or circle because you've already chosen it. Now take it even further by stretching your vision of what it could really grow into when you take the lead and believe that you can be a creative catalyst into making it even better. All right, Leo, this is, this is good stuff for you. I feel really good about everything I'm channeling for your horoscope, so... Have fun. You ain't got to tell a Leo that no way. And then to have a new moon in the Leo house, I really don't have to tell y'all to have fun. This bad new moon sees all I want. <laughs> Cancer, Cancer, you um, are having a sad new moon through your sixth house of work and health and daily routine, and you got the three of cups card, okay? So, when I'm talking about second chances and revisiting something for you, it definitely could have a tone of work related to it. it could, you could be revisiting a, a, a old health regime or routine. Maybe you used to do the Atkins diet, you know, and you it, it, here over the course of the Saturday season, you find that revisiting that particular um, lifestyle, you know, really catapults you unexpectedly into a, a, a certain sphere you want to be. So it can be related to health. It can be related to work, um, co-workers maybe. Um, and with the Three of Cups card, I, I, I've developed this message for you, which is that there's something that you've done at work or that you've done for work, for money, or even a place that you've worked at before that if revisited, Cancer may bring results that you can toast and celebrate. There may be an opportunity for a significant friendship to blossom at work also. Either way or re-blossom. Maybe there's somebody at work that you used to be cool with and, you know, it presents itself again. Or they come back to work there, something like that. Either way, whatever it is. Getting excited about something that is renewed in your daily routine or your or your 
lifestyle or work is in the cards, either way you slice it, okay? Three of Cups is a card of there's a celebration to it, okay? So more, even more celebrating, just like the Four of Wands. It's just a time of celebration. It's no small wonder that it's, you know, the holidays, the holy days, winter solstice, celebrations, all, you know, so that it's just in the air. But Scorpio, oh, Scorpio, my Scorpios. Um, you're having a second house, Sagittarius, new moon. That's money, honey, okay? And you've got a money card, six of pentacles. So you smell where I'm coming from when I'm getting into y'all's horoscope, Scorpio. So when, when, you, when you're thinking about second chances here, it could be, you know, something coming back around that has money associated with it. It could be money that you forgot about <laughs> and it's coming back to you during this season or um, something of value. Second house, it doesn't have to always be money. It could just be values, valuables, okay, coming back to you. Maybe you lost something and it's going to come back to you during this season, okay. Um, and it could just even just be a sense of stability in the second house. It's a fixed energy. It's stable, it's determined, it feels secure. Second house is also about self-worth and confidence. That could be being restored to you or coming back around to you by way of, you know, circumstances um, or just the opportunity, maybe like with this trying to year and it's just that you're re-inspired to believe in you again and to see your value, Scorpio, and your infinite worth and your pricelessness. And so the message I have for you is Scorpio, in the measure that you have given out, more will be given to you besides with this Six of Pentacles. Ooh, you're going to love it. You have entered a positive money cycle where support, gifts, and others sharing their resources with you is a direct result of your attitude of gratitude, the universe's way of saying good job for being thankful for the little that you had. And now I'm going to give you a lot more. And the community or family that you have shared yourself with, it's it's a direct result of your attitude of gratitude and a direct result of the community or family that you have shared yourself, your value, your pricelessness with. And it's all coming back to you now. Get it, Scorpio. God damn. (laughs) Libra, Libra, you are having a sad new moon in your third house. And speaking of threes, you got the three of wands too, and it flew out. Come on, Libra. Um, So you're revisiting um, things related to the third house, like learning and gathering information. It may be some information you get again, and here this second time around, something clicks, or here this second time around, something just takes off, pops off, um, that you didn't necessarily expect. Um, Old ideas, um, old skills, you know, being revisited to benefit you. And with the Three of Wands, your message is that as your vision, Libra, begins to clear up regarding what truly serves your love and happiness, because Mercury retrograde could have been contributing, especially with this third house energy is ruled by Mercury, this um, area of the chart that you're having Sag New Moon season through in, okay? So there could be a lot of fogginess you've been dealing with, Libra. 
But as your vision begins to clear up regarding what truly serves your love and happiness, going through old papers, old ideas, old communications like emails and paperwork, that could actually help add a lot of color and a lot of detail to your the picture you have of your ideal future, okay? And it starts to kind of come into finer focus. Also, Libra, an important conversation could take place that is pivotal. Third house is the house of communication, okay, that is pivotal in your future success. It just may be one that you initiate, okay? So if you've been thinking about having a conversation, a much-needed conversation, and you've just been waiting on Mercury to station direct here on Friday, the the cards are definitely telling you and the astrology that, you know, Go over it in your mind, but definitely do it. Aquarius, Aquarius, you like Leo are having a new moon in Sagittarius through your own house, the Aquarius house. And your card is the nine of wands, just like who else got the nine of wands? Virgo, okay? So um, Aquarius, for you, having a new moon in Sagittarius through your own Aquarius 11th house is just, opportunities to revisit old groups that you've associated with, um, old friendships. The 11th house is the house of the former lovers. So you could be thinking about them, those exes and the, and the, and the O's and the, the exes and the uh-oh's <laughs> and, um, or even old causes like humanitarian causes is governed by the 11th house, um, hopes, wishes, and dreams that you're revisiting um, your own independence and originality and uniqueness that you are rediscovering or revisiting, okay, coming back around during the session season for you. That mixed with the nine of wands gives this message that I have for you. Aquarius, when it comes to your exes or old associations that have come back around, stand your ground. Stand up for and save yourself because no one else is coming to save you, Aquarius. Pertaining to groups and causes, Aquarius, take time to reflect before taking decisive action about whether to give it another go with a particular group or cause or association. If conflicts can be worked through mutually, then fine. But if someone is insistent on fighting, I don't care if it's an ex, I don't care if it's somebody in a group or a cause, then the battle is no longer yours to fight at that point, okay? Aquarius, let it go at that point or be dragged. If you are addicted to, and this just came up right at the tail end when I was moving on to Capricorn, Spirit just said, oh, throw this in there too. (laughs) So this is for somebody, but it was so interesting to me. But the, the final message, Aquarius, is if you are addicted to electronics, You can't be without your phone. You can't go to the bathroom without your phone. You can't go a day without watching ESPN or CNN. Plan on trying out a fast by the full moon. Okay, Saturn's in Capricorn now. Saturn is co-ruler of Aquarius, which is coming to your sign after it gets out of Capricorn. So I got a real strong feeling that last final message for y'all was real intentional by spirit, so take heed if it pertains to you. If you can't say what they used to say, if you can't say amen, say ouch. (laughs) Capricorn, for you, my Capricorns, Lord, y'all know I cried for y'all last week on the horoscope show. I don't even know why. I do know why. I was telling y'all at the beginning of this show why. 
more than likely. So, but y'all are having this twelve house transit, which is it's it's a water house, it's an emotional house. That's probably what I was channeling for y'all. And then you get this Ace of Pentacles card, so that's pretty cool. I really like that, but I like it because it is almost encouraging from what I was telling y'all about Sagittarius season where it's like, yes, you're having, yes, you are a Capricorn ruled by Saturn, and you are having a Sagittarius new moon through a water house. You're going to have to tap into them feelings. You're going to have to tap into your beliefs. You're going to have, you not have to, get to, come on. You get to tap into your spiritual side. You get to tap into your intuition. You get to tap into your subconscious and the past. You get to tap into your imagination. You get to tap into things that are hidden in your subconscious that are coming up to the surface to be dealt with before you have a first house transit next month, a Capricorn new moon. So this is the time to be wrapping stuff up. you got the Ace of Pentacles, which is the beginning, the one, the Ace. So you're in the crux of these cycles beginning and ending with the sun about to move into your sign, with a new moon about to happen for you next month. And this Saturn and Capricorn energy has evoked this message. Capricorn, the force is with you, baby. As you reconnect to your spiritual side, you will notice your vitality return. You will notice more stability in your life and a sense of security return. In the Like I just said, you got cycles beginning and ending at the same time. At the very time you're having a 12th house of endings and letting go, that in itself is making way to new beginnings. Don't be scared to let go. That, to the degree that you let go, you get your new beginning. You get your vitality back. You get your stability back. But you got to let it all go. You got to lose control to gain it, Capricorn. That's what your message is. Knowing your value and your worth is paramount along with being able to trust your own self. Your ability to prosper right now is directly related to your willingness to see the practicality in your spirituality, Capricorn. Hit the restart button on taking extremely good care of yourself from the inside out. Heart, mind, soul, spirit, intuition, thought. All the things that you can't see is what you should be focused on. And to the degree that you do, Capricorn, you will begin to see it practically met the benefits of so doing that practically manifesting your life. So say it's the Ace of Pentacles. It's going to show up in your health. You can see that. Getting your color in your face back and getting your old shape and body back. Taurus, last but not least. I love you so much, Taurus. You're having an eighth house transit this Sagittarius new moon season and you got the Four of Wands, and it flew out. Y'all know the Four of Wands. Yep, the same card that's in our future position for the overall spread for Sagittarius New Moon season. Taurus got it. All right now, Taurus, y'all said y'all going to embody the celebration and the excitement and the freedom and the surprising news and the improvements and the stability, So, which is so uh, perfect for you, Taurus. 
But the eighth house energy should be interpret or could be interpreted as revisiting this particular new moon cycle in Sagittarius, revisiting um, people bonds with people you know that you have intimate relationships with, um, people that you that are in your line of legacy. When you're talking about eighth house, uh, people you share resources with, um, revisiting these things, revisiting um, taxes, and um, revisiting uh, even eighth house of transformation, like just something that you wanted to transform before or tried to transform before and it didn't work out or you lost interest, you know, checking back in with something like that um, or even people that you share resources with by way of business partners and things like that, revisiting those and taking a look at that again. And um, is the eighth house to deal with research, so maybe something you had looked into before and Whatever happened, an opportunity could present itself again for that. That, in conjunction with the Four of Wands, produced this particular message for you guys, which is, um, Taurus, it's a celebration. You hear me? (laughs) Everyone is invited, and there are likely to be reunions and surprises in store, okay? So just remember that it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. We're talking about sharing here, sharing with those who care enough to go deep with you, those who have gone the distance of time with you and for you. Celebrate them, Taurus, and they're going to celebrate you, and the improvements will be apparent for all to see. So there's just this overwhelming sense um, with you guys, Taurus, of this shared celebratory energy and you just, you know, I could speculate all day as to why that would occur, but if you're a Taurus, Sun, Moon, Rising, Venus, and you're listening, it's probably already sparking in you where that could be related to. So yay for you, Taurus. See that we have a couple of more hands up, so let's check in on the phone lines with our last few minutes to go, okay? Um, caller from the 301, you're alive and on the air with your world healer. Peace. I hope I picked it up. My screen did something real funky. Just saying, hold on, y'all, hold on. Okay, and then I think they're just on mute. Caller from the 301, you there? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't hear anything. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, yes. Hi, peace. You're on the peace. air with your world healer. Peace, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? This is a blast from the past. <laughs> this is uh, oh. Ray Water. <laughs> That's not LA. <laughs> I got your number. I got your number. Okay. And if you don't. Okay. Yeah. So call, call you me just because I handle really, it? I mean, you know, my son is at zero degrees Capricorn, and I'm like, what am I going to do? I know your <laughs> With chart. Saturn oh, I know your me. chart. That's why. Yeah. I've been thinking about you because I know your chart. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I got your number. 
I got you locked okay. and loaded, L.A., and if you don't mind, I okay. will call you tomorrow at some point so we can really yes. go in. Okay. A black, like, we, like we've see. done in the past. Look, like, we, yes. like we've done in the past. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's good to Absolutely. hear your voice. Okay. Thank see. you. You too, L.A. Bye. Yes, y'all, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, we just got a couple of minutes left. Caller from the 201. Peace, you're live and on the air with your world healer. Peace, this is Hadassah. Hadassah! I was hoping to hear from you, too. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. Mercury Retrograde brings everybody back to the yard. I love it. This I, it's not a lot I love about Mercury Retrograde, but I'm I'm learning <laughs> to love it, and y'all y'all are really helping with that. So, um, did you? Oh gosh, I just got the confirmation. There's 90 seconds left. You want you you need me to uh, check in with you tomorrow too, Hadassah? Because I will. You know I will. Tomorrow afternoon, because I do want to talk to you. Okay. I'm in a recovery This Mercury Retrograde has not been. That terrible, but I would like to talk to you off the air. It's a look, it's regrouping season, so you're not alone. I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow afternoon, okay? Okay, my love. Namaste. All right, my pleasure. Namaste. All right, call us from the 520. We got 60 seconds oh left. You're live and on the air with your oh, world healer. <laughs> I feel very privileged and honored that you picked up my call. You know, I don't. I think you're the only one that does the in-depth and as thoroughly. I mean, you cover everything. You cover what's going on in the news. You mentioned Harry, Harvey Weinstein. I mean, you just you're like a professor. <laughs> you're just so amazing. And I, it's my first time in tuning into your show. I'm doing a long drive home. And so okay. I'm your show, and I'm you've captured um, a dedicated listener from now on. I'm just I'm so wowed by your what you know what you talk about on air. That's just too amazing. Uh, do you take questions? I, I I don't know what kind of questions you take. I do. What's your name? Lisa. 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 Okay, Lisa. I have a feeling um, for, for okay, I think for if you're online, it may have already cut off. But since we're on the phone, we I'm going to keep going. Unless it cuts us off, I'm just going to keep going. So um, I do okay. take questions. I don't do personal readings on the air. But, you know, okay. general questions about what's going on, the energies, the astrology, the tarot, uh, you know, Let's go. <laughs> what, what's on your mind? Well, um, I I have a meeting. Uh, my boss uh, notified me yesterday that, and, and very politely, you know, she's not rude or anything. She just said she'd like to see mm-hmm. me Friday if that works for me. Or she had me choose the time, and the day, and I said Friday to come into her office and we go over next year's contract, you know, renewing my contract with the agency. And I just wonder mm-hmm. what the energy is around that, you know, and why. Uh, I know she saw me talking with someone the other day in the office that's an old-timer, and, you know, no, I, I, I'm not sure that anyone heard what we were saying. 
but I'm an I'm a newbie to the agency and the industry okay. and I, I do like the industry but I was talking to an old timer and the old timer was just so full of sage advice and I I confided to the old timer that I was thinking about leaving the agency to go on hoping to go on to a different agency that I um that the person that owns the different agency said they would uh, train me to be successful and train me to know mm-hmm. everything that they know, and they're a top producer, but they're sick, and they've kind of backpedaled in the way that they haven't mm-hmm. mentioned recently about taking me on, and, and you know, I, I do mention to mm-hmm. that person whenever I talk to them, I'm still very interested in mm-hmm. coming to work for them, but they, you know, they haven't actually committed. So I'm just kind of, I, I don't know why we're going over this contract for next year. I guess I never heard of that we had to do this, and I'm sure it must be something mm-hmm. that we have to do. But I don't know if my boss heard about me wanting to leave or it's just standard operating procedure, you know, just me coming in and it's no big deal. Now, this is the season of that. I've been speaking to that energy exactly throughout this show with it being Mercury retrograde where things are being revisited. A contract, Mercury governs contracts, so a contract would be revisited during this time. That would be perfectly normal when you consider the astrology. And um, even when you're talking about another potential opportunity, where you don't really know what's going on, you haven't really heard definitively, until Mercury really gets out of the retrograde zone, it doesn't even station direct for another couple of days. So once again, anybody making like trying to make agreements and set stuff in stone while Mercury is still retrograde, they're only kind of setting themselves up for potential disappointment because once Mercury stations direct, attitudes, mindset, decisions, agreements can be reneged upon. They could change. And then once it gets out of the zone here a week or two from now, then you can feel more confident where it's like, okay, if if, if I make an agreement with someone now that Mercury is fully direct and not in the retrograde zone, that it's something more that you that you can you know firmly put your plant your feet and stand on. So that what you, everything you're describing to me right now sounds quite normal. Once okay. we get past Friday and into next week, if that energy is still lingering, it could be a an issue, but um, it should be after next week beginning to dissipate, beginning to weaken, and 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 agreements once again, um, conversations, contracts, all that stuff should be once again be, becoming firm and established. Especially in Sagittarius, they should be taking off, they should be elevating, they should be going higher and further, and taking you on an adventure. So yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it right now because it seems really typical of all this current energy, and I definitely wanted to say thank you. I just was sitting there humbly listening to you. Um, no. Like, is he oh. talking about me? <laughs> so, oh, there's you know, so much it, polish. It, yeah. You're so polished. Thank and you. so, um, oh, wow. you know, just learn it and, and uh, you know, I just thought, my God, I, I don't think I've heard anything like this on Blog Talk Radio. Not of this wow. type, you know, not of this nature. So, 
I, I felt very glad to be able to tune in and listen. You know, well, I'm very glad that you have, Lisa. Wow, yes. Thank you so much. This is a labor of love. It's my divine pleasure. I do not get paid to broadcast, but I am the the rewards are priceless for me to be able, especially dealing with even members of my own family who refuse to listen to me talk about any of this because they think it's so evil. <laughs> Yeah. So. You know, you, you kind of remind me of uh, someone that I was very um, uh, glad to be in a, have a, a friendship with. She was older than I. She's passed. And she just really was so detailed in her knowledge of the tarot deck. I mean, I mean absolutely detailed. Mm-hmm. She would even give classes in her home and when I had more free time mm. and more money because you know they cost money to take classes and when I when I mm. finally had more free time and more uh, a little bit more money on hand 